0: Log Talk Radio. Happy you to leave! It was just a legend of this very scary night in the dark. He was riding out there somewhere in New England for the 15th year in a row. It is now officially the midnight hour and officially Halloween. All Hallows Eve. And for the 15th year, on com, he rides again. Just a skinny, tall man called Ichabod Crane being chased through the woods on a dark Halloween night by a dark-clad figure with a cloak and horse. An amazing! We have a caller to the show, and we're gonna put the caller on this Halloween night. You are on the air. Oh, that was so scary! The caller dropped, meaning that caller that called into the show must have been a ghost. And just remember, Halloween this night, Hallows' Eve, all Hallows' Eve, is really about All Saints' Day. And you're warding off any evil by dressing up in costumes. Don't get it backwards. That's what it's about. The right, beautiful All Souls Day. And once again, for year 15, this is our annual. Halloween night show with your host, Miss X. The mysterious Miss X now gives you the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And with a scramble and a bound, stood at once in the middle of the road. Though the night was dark and dismal, for the unknown might now in some degree be ascertained. It could be ascertained, but you must turn all your lights off, The so can only be heard in the talk. He made no offer of molestation or sociability, but kept aloof on one side of the road, jogging along on the blind side of old gunpowder, who had now got over his fright and waywardness. Ichabod, who had no relish for this strange midnight companion, and bethought himself of the adventure of Brom Bones with the galloping Hessian, now quickened his steed in her (laughs) The stranger, however, quickened his horse to an equal pace. Ichabod pulled up and fell into a walk, thinking to lag behind. The other did the same. His heart began to sink within him. He endeavored to resume his psalm tune, but his parched tongue closed to the roof of his mouth. and he could not utter a stain. he bleed In other words, was he was whistling, <laughs> trying to sing to himself on the path, that dark past night, Halloween night, just as I did. It was soon... So many years ago. On mounting a rising ground, which brought the figure of his fellow traveler in relief against the sky, gigantic in height and muffled in a cloak, Ichabod was horror-struck on perceiving that he was headless. But his horror was still more increased Hello. observing that the head Hello. which should have been Hello. on his shoulders was carried before him on the pommel of his saddle. Ah. His terror rose the desperation. He rained a shower of kicks and blows upon gunpowder, hoping for a sudden movement to give his companion the slip but the specter started full jump with him. Away then they dashed through thick and thin, stones flying and sparks flashing at every bound. Ichabod's flimsy garments fluttered in the air as he stretched his long, lank body away over his horse's head in the eagerness of his flight. They had now reached the road which turns off Sleepy Hollow, but Gunpowder, who seemed possessed with a demon, instead of keeping up it, made an opposite turn, and plunged headlong downhill to the left. This road leads through a sandy hollow shaded by trees for about a quarter of a mile, where it crosses the bridge famous in goblin story, and just beyond swells the green knoll on which stands the whitewashed church. As yet, the panic of the steed had given his unskillful rider an apparent advantage in the chase. But just as he had got halfway through the hollow, the girth of the saddle gave way, and he felt it slipping from under him. Oh, he seized it by the pommel and endeavored to hold it firm, but in vain... Oh, this crazy, crazy world displayed in the legend of Sleepy Hollow. This world that we share as I turn to the north, to the south, to the west, and to the east, broadcasting live... All four corners of the Miss X. But this was no time for petty fears. The goblin was hard on his haunches, and, unskillful rider that he was, he had much ado to maintain his seat, sometimes slipping on one side, sometimes on another, and sometimes jolted on the high ridge of his horse's backbone with a violence that he verily feared would cleave him asunder. An opening in the trees now cheered him with the hopes that the church bridge was at hand. The wavering reflection of a silver star at the bosom of the brook told him that he was not mistaken. He saw the walls of the church dimly glaring under the trees beyond. He recollected the place where Brom Bones' ghostly competitor had disappeared. "'If I can but reach that bridge,' thought Ichabod, "'I am safe.' Just then, he heard the black steed panting and blowing close behind him. He even fancied that he felt his hot breath. Another convulsive kick in the ribs, that old gunpowder sprang upon the bridge. He thundered over the resounding planks. He gained the opposite side, and now Ichabod cast a look behind to see if his pursuer should vanish, according to rule, in a flash of fire and brimstone. Just then, he saw the goblin rising in his stirrups and in the very act of hurling his head at him. Ichabod endeavored to dodge the horrible missile, but too late. It encountered his cranium with a tremendous crash. He was tumbled headlong into the dust, and Gunpowder, the black steed, and the goblin rider passed by like a whirlwind. The next morning, the old horse was found without his saddle, and with the bridle under his feet, soberly cropping the grass at his master's gate. Ichabod did not make his appearance at breakfast. Dinner hour came, but no Ichabod. The boys assembled at the schoolhouse and strolled idly about the banks of the brook, but no schoolmaster. Hans Von Ripper now began to feel some uneasiness about the fate of poor Ichabod and his saddle. An inquiry was set on foot, and after diligent investigation, they came upon his traces. In one part of the road leading to the church was found the saddle trampled in the dirt. The tracks of horses' hoofs, deeply dented in the road and evidently at furious speed, were traced to the bridge, beyond which, on the bank of a broad part of the brook, where the water ran deep and black, was found the hat of the unfortunate Ichabod and close beside it, a shattered pumpkin. The brook was searched, but the body of the schoolmaster was not to be discovered. Hans von Ripper, as executor of his estate, examined the bundle which contained all his worldly effects. They consisted of two shirts and a half, two stocks for the neck, a pair or two of worsted stockings, an old pair of corduroy small clothes, a rusty razor, a book of stocking roosted stocking and a broken pitch pipe, And a broken pitch pipe And furniture of the schoolhouse and home to the community. As he was That's just going box. home that night. Trossing <laughs> along. As the leaves swirled in this cold wind like we have here along the north coast of America. That's and blotted in several fruitless attempts to make a copy of verses in honor of the... Old year in America on the North Coast, just like it was for Ichabod. That ah! other Halloween night so many years ago. Have we ever discovered or solved the mystery of this headless horseman that is said to ride on Halloween night? Whatever, Monday the schoolmaster... Up there in Sleepy Hollow, New York, where I'm going in a few days. ...they must have had about his person at the time of his disappearance. The mysterious event caused much speculation at the church on the following Sunday. Knots of gazers and gossips were collected in the churchyard, at the bridge, and at the spot where the hat and pumpkin had been found. The stories of Brewer, of Bones, and a whole budget of others were called to mind, and when they had diligently considered them all and compared them with the symptoms of the present case, they shook their heads and came to the conclusion that Ichabod had been carried off by the galloping Hessian, As he was a bachelor and in nobody's debt, nobody troubled his head any more about him. The school was removed to a different corner of the hollow, and another pedagogue reigned in his stead. It is true when old farmer, who had been down to New York on a visit several years after, and from whom this account of the ghostly adventure was received, brought home the intelligence that Hicobot Crane was still alive, that he had left the neighborhood, partly through fear of the goblin and Hans von Ripper, and partly in mortification, at having been suddenly dismissed by the heiress, That he had changed his quarters to a distant part of the country, had kept school and studied law at the same time, had been admitted to the bar, turned politician, electioneered, written for the newspapers, and finally had been made a justice of the ten-pound court. Brown Bones, too, who, shortly after his rival's disappearance, conducted the blooming Katrina in triumph to the altar, was observed to look exceedingly knowing whenever the story... He loved his little Katrina with the blue dress. And he was thinking about that when he came upon the dark-headed horseman who threw a pumpkin at him, a shattered pumpkin. The pumpkin was under his arm in place of his head. To this day, the Ichabod was spirited away by supernatural beings. And it is a favorite story often told about the neighborhood around the winter evening fire. The bridge became more than ever an object of superstitious awe, and that may be the reason why the road has been altered of late years so as to approach the church by the border of the mill pot. The schoolhouse, being deserted, soon fell to decay, and was reported to be haunted by the ghost of the unfortunate pedagogue and the ploughboy loitering homeward of a still summer evening, has often fancied his voice at a distance, chanting a melancholy song tune among the tranquil solitudes of Sleepy Hollow.